I don't know. Does Lily have more snaps she wants to make? I'm, I'm trying to see. How do I see the, what, how much battery is left on the AirPods? Don't you have to open and close the case? What? Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. And when we say we're dedicated to bringing you this show, we're bringing you this show despite illness, blown up vacation plans, Lily stuck in Mexico, all of it. <laughs> and with that, I got to hand it over to Becky to take us through today's episode I, and just ask the questions. I, like I, I just want to start with the disclaimer that no, you will not catch COVID from listening to this episode. <laughs> But, even but two out of three of us have it. <laughs> have it. But you won't catch it from listening to that. And so this is the one where Becky is the only one who's like fighting at full capacity. And Becky won the Hunger Games. Yeah, COVID. Becky won the Hunger Games. <laughs> but there's even no though my full Becky capacity is only like each of your yeah, but my full capacity is only each of your half capacity. I only reason why I don't have COVID is because I have less friends and less plans than each of you. That's why. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, winning because I somehow managed to do as much as either of you and didn't get COVID. I just, like, don't have anywhere to be. So that's well, the, how I haven't caught the, it. The only good thing I could say about this is that having been asleep for most of the last 10 days, um, I have been able to, in various states of fever dreams, watch or listen to a lot of TV. So I have, what to TV. Report. I have what to report. So... I'm I'm happy that you've had a lot of time shy to watch things. What I don't enjoy is your aggressive, I'm going to just assume fever-induced aggressive text messages all the day that feel like you're yelling well, at me and Lily. Well, they're, about they're all not all day. Like, what, what, what happens is this. I wake up like from I wake up from a feverish state and I and it's like I'm it's like I'm yelling because it's the only bit of energy into the into the tipper tapping of the phone and giving watch you this, watch that and then i but then i go back to like sleep and you won't hear from me it's for like an hour hours. it's like an hour before we're gonna podcast and you're like why haven't you watched this movie yet that i recommended 23 minutes ago <laughs> like, we're not gonna we're not gonna Becky's like, discuss the movie yet becky was like I, I i don't have time before two o'clock to watch this it's noon <laughs> <laughs> i'm with my kids at the park I'm, and, and i'm like <laughs> i don't know what time it is it doesn't matter <laughs> You're like, in, you're like in, and this might be a good segue in Moon Knight when he's like, it's Friday. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's Sunday. Well, like, no, it's Sunday. I think Moon Knight was the perfect, I guess, because, you know, it has the Egypt theme. That show Passover feels like a bit days. of a fever dream. So, yeah, yeah it's a bit. I, I, Passover I, show. Yeah, because there's Egypt and, and there's a lot of. It'd be more of a Passover show if they kept his ca character Jewish, but it is you know, interesting to me. They you lose some, you lose some. I've read a lot how they've streamlined the character and they've made it make a little more sense, which is very cool. So well, far, as far as I can tell, what didn't make sense. they streamlined out the Jewish <laughs> part of his character. The first thing you like, read about on the Wikipedia page is son of a rabbi, out of the story. Right. For now. Right. So. For now, it doesn't make sense as a Jewish superhero. That doesn't make sense <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for the audience. 
The guy has three personalities that may or may not be real people. That's don't make him Jewish. And so even we haven't met the Jewish one yet. And Ethan Hawke can walk around. Wait, on there's glass three. All day. I thought it was just two personalities. Is there a third coming? Well, uh, well, we'll get to that. But so is the okay. third the, the Egyptian god that he serves? Is that the third? No, no, no. That by the way, that's F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, yeah I know. He's great, right? That voice. Great. That, so great. Uh, F. I definitely spent the first. Yeah. I've spent the first episode being like, "Wow, Liam Neeson sounds like really." <laughs> <laughs> I just think <laughs> it's funny that the like goose looking conchu thing he looks like kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of the mask that he wears in Amadeus when he goes Amadeus. to scare Mozart yeah which I thought was like an interesting thing it's about it's a good it. easter okay. egg so okay so Moon Knight right uh, I uh, Oscar Isaac is amazing I love him I, he's but amazing I, but I clearly don't love him in I mean so he's amazing I don't know if I really like his chimney sweep character in this. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to give it from a different perspective. Okay. Oscar Isaac is amazing. One of the things <laughs> we realize that we love the most about him is his American accent. <laughs> is that like a nicer <laughs> way of putting it? <laughs> or, or or how I was going to put it is that we found the one thing he can't do. Which is a British accent, which I thought was an Australian accent for the first time. No, he's doing a good British accent. He's doing a a, yeah. I keep telling Chim Chimney British accent. I keep keep expecting him to exactly. No, it's not. It's not Cockney. I keep expecting him. He sounds like the chimney sweep in in Mary Poppins. In Mary Poppins, or warned me not to go back to Hogwarts. It's like one or the other. But but I don't think, but I think that character, especially I finished episode three, by the end of episode three, the British character he's playing is really endearing. And and I really like have grown to- Stevie. I I like Stephen. I like Stephen now. That being said, his American accent is like that New York tough accent is definitely what makes him smoldering to me. You know, like it's it's what I love about. Well, Mark is definitely the more, I think Mark is the cooler character. I can't believe that. I think so. That uh, his girlfriend. Shy, did you? Steven eventually. Have you? Did you? So you've seen the first three episodes? I've seen the first four. In a oh, very, oh, the first four. First okay. Four. So Lily hasn't seen as much as we have. But when Steven. Okay. When Steven suits up for the first time, I thought that was very funny. Well, Steven conjures the suit. And then you have yeah. Steven's version okay, of the can, suit and Mark's so can, version can of the suit. And it's very funny. Bit? That was good, but then more episodes with no suit, so it doesn't matter. I would see the suit. Oh, okay, wait. I have a a few questions. Can I ask? I'm assuming they're only going to ask questions about Moon Knight on Disney Plus, which is a Marvel show. Which I'll say, I really like that it is not wrapped up in the rest of the MCU. They need to do more of this. This I really do like. I don't need everything to be tied into a massive crossover. So I don't have to worry about the snap. They don't like need to mention. Yeah, the like snap just make this about the character and let's enjoy that. Like we don't have to constantly asking ourselves where the other Avengers are, because everything that's going on in this story is not that important. Right, there's like a twenty minute spiel in all those movies explaining that, where everybody Avengers, else is. Do the Avengers even know about all these Egyptian gods? Like, I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Doesn't but, maybe do the Eternals know about? Them? Well, if you get to episode four, spoiler alert! Oh my god, it may all be in his in head this anyway. World too? Oh my god, is, please! Is the Eternals in this? Yeah, no. I haven't seen that. Yes, 
Yeah. Oh God, no. they're definitely I'm not watching it, so I don't have to worry about it. This phase of I, the Marvel world. This is not world, a productive conversation. This phase of the Marvel world is is seems to be emphasizing magic a lot so that's why you have dr strange one division mm-hmm. even the spider-man movie has very like magic induced and so on one hand i'm really excited for let's say sam Raimi. on the other hand this is a is little bit starting to, to be happy days after richie left the show like the marvel universe <laughs> like there's a little but or, i feel like for me this far. show or this snl the in things. the early 80s like pre like with eddie murphy so there's a good part of it but you still you're not really back at no like to me this doesn't other than the fact that it's a superhero it's not marvel it's just its own fantasy show but trying to wedge this into the marvel universe doesn't work for me this with- just being its own like capsule universe which is good. fine good i don't think it needs to yeah okay so, Do, so at the end, and i okay, love so at the game. end of the first episode so at the end of the first episode he turns into a suit he wears a suit he conjures it suit. he conjures yeah, it the moon knight suit the moon knight. but you haven't seen it in its full glory yet lily you don't really get its full glory until maybe episode two or three Okay, so the suit. it has this really so cool the suit like is not, cape it's not a really Superman cool thing where he's wearing it under his clothes and he needs to go to a phone booth and change. No, it's magic. It's magic. Okay. Well, it's not okay. magic, it's like controlled by a god. And so it's conscious, con- he's conscious, yeah, con- uh, avatar on earth essentially. But depending the, on the, who the, is embodying it, so he has multiple personalities, or at least we think he does. So so when, I think. Associative person. No, doesn't have dissociative. Well, Does I think he? The, the character. Yeah, he might, has to, the what character did you think? might, but they I haven't. Mean, he's described as having dissociative personality disorder. But, but they haven't explained it in the show yet. But there's. Oh my two... gosh! I just thought he had like multiple souls living in him. Well, so they That's haven't. A beautiful way of putting it, but I think he's the character described as having dissociative personality disorder. That, but I don't know what they're going to tell us. The I show think it's is identity. What, what what whatever it is when he is disorder. mark which is the like super spy kind of character that's the not moon the same knight, as moon knight no he, the, he oh. that guy made a deal with Kanshu and became and becomes moon knight his version of moon knight is like very batman-esque and has the swirling cape and like these amazing swords and things mm-hmm. like that that when Steven eventually becomes Moon Knight, he's like a dapper man and like a little like three piece vest. Yeah. Oh, you look like a dapper, so like robber. All of the identities but, become Moon Knight at some point. Well, once something yeah, happens, conjure, which they really. haven't explained why, the wall between Steven and Mark is breaking down. Now, my theory, and I think everyone else's theory, and because I've done a reading of the character, there's at least one more personality, person or soul, whatever, in there because. There are spots that neither Stephen nor Mark can remember where they are more violent than even Mark is. And so there must be another. Okay, wait, so sorry. There's Stephen, who's the first character we meet in episode one. Mm -hmm. There's Mark, who we know exists, who's the mercenary Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. episode one. And then we believe there, and by that time you get to the end of episode three, or I guess episode four, by episode three, there's Mark is not Moon Knight. Mark is Moon Knight. So they're all Moon Knight. They're all Moon Knight. Okay, so Mark becomes Moon Knight. Moon Knight, Knight is basically crime. okay. So there's an Egyptian. It's like god, you know how there's Kanchu, the, yeah, 
hold on, let's just say there's an Egyptian god, Khonshu. And what he does is he selects an avatar on earth, like a human with whom he can, he can channel powers and this special suit, which is this like healing. And he's about suit, Right. And so what he does is he selects an avatar on earth. That's Mark slash Steven. And when he wants, and he has them do his bidding or carry out his requests and in order to do that, they suit up in the Moon Knight suit. They conjure the suit, turn into like that, you know, white drapey suit thing. And then they are, and, and then that that suit comes with weapons and special powers and heals them, protects them. And then okay. in that suit, they can make them much stronger, faster, but then how jump come, further. Okay, that makes more sense. But then how come all the bad guys knew Mark's face or Steven's face? They've seen him outside the suit. Because, because Mark, it was a mercenary that was somehow involved with this hunt for a different Egyptian god, Amit, which is the one Amit. that Ethan Hawke is obsessed Hawk. with. Yeah. He was yeah. already involved in the hunt for that in the first place, which is somehow right. how he got connected to Kanchu was that he survived this attack or he... There, this thing happened to him. Right, and Khonshu chose him and saved his life, but the trade is that Mark slash Stephen has to become his avatar and do bound to him, and, you know, yeah. Which he claims so, it's clear, clear to but avenge it's bad unclear, people. It's avenge bad people, but it's unclear, like, how evil Khonshu... Like, right now, I would say by the end of episode three, it's clear that Ethan Hawke's not a good guy, but with Khonshu, it's a little bit of a gray area. Yeah, because um, Ethan Hawke says he was Khonshu's former avatar and claims that it was like the worst yeah. thing ever. And so... Yeah, and that that's what his spirit and broke him down as a person and what turned him into what he is today, you know, trying to find this other god, Amit. And for and, and reasons, I, I, you know, I don't want to ruin I, it for you. But. I, I do think there's like a really cool moral thing here between... Mm-hmm between mm-hmm. the question of Amit's God, right? What Amit's power is the ability or claims to be the ability to weigh the scales of what someone's going to do in their life, good and bad. And if they come out on the bad side, then it basically sucks the life out of them whereas, and kills them. Whereas Kanchu is only punishing people who Kanchu believes has already sinned. And so there's this question of, do you punish people when it's, you know, what one, one people say is- one group Like minority group. report. Or you, exactly. Yeah, like there's a, a pre-crime like thing. There's a little bit of like an Pretty Indiana crime. Jones Ghostbusters minority report thing happening here. Yeah. And that's Which kind of what makes cool. it a little bit cool. So the voice and that I, Stephen is hearing for the first time is the God's voice, Conscious voice. The deep voice is, is yeah, Salieri mm-hmm. from Amadeus. Yeah. Right, but that's not one of the personalities. What do we What that's do we think of Ethan Hawke in this show? Hold yeah. on, hold on, wait. Yeah. The, the, the voice is the god. It's not one of the identities. Yeah. Well, no, but then right, he also me. talks, his identities talk a lot. When you it, hear so it gets a little confusing. Oscar Isaac's regular voice, that's well, that's the, the other identities. identities. Yeah. Right. Okay. So right now you only have that voice and you have Conchie's voice. Wait, what do we, so think, we think of Ethan Hawke? I, I love Ethan Hawke. Latter day Ethan Hawke. I'm not I don't know anything about that. this guy as a person because I'm not really interested in learning about I think celebrities as people anymore. Because I don't think he's much, a bad person. No, no, no. But I'm just saying Ethan Hawke's latter day roles, and one of the ones I want to point to 
is how amazing he is in the remake of Magnificent Seven that he like elevates that movie up to a, like another level of good. And that's a movie already with Denzel Washington in it, right? But like his performance yeah. in that is the down and out gunfighter is so incredible. Uh, I like these latter day dark Ethan Hawke roles. He's a super, he's a terrific villain. I, yeah, mm-hmm. no, have we seen him as a villain ever? No, and and I think another thing though is that Marvel sometimes really doesn't deliver on having good villains on on their in their properties. Like they've been one dimensional. Ethan Hawke's already as cool as some I was, really good ones. I was just about to say what what's great about the Ethan Hawke character is that it's very complex. By the time you get to the end of the third episode, what he says to Conchu at the end of the third episode an explanation of like Ethan Hawke giving the explanation of Harrow giving the explanation of how he came to be who he is. That's like, it's very intense and makes well, it just, I, 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 I don't know. It just makes them much more complex. Their motivations feel that much need, more interesting. You need to, uh, you need to double, you need to do a double take as to whether or not, who is he right? And I think you need Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. or someone at that level to make that believable. And yeah, I think it's great. Like it's totally besides great. the Linklater stuff that he's done, the Richard Linklater stuff, I feel like he's just really done in the last 15 years stuff that appeals to him and that he likes and he's like worked on his books and kind of done these, you know, not necessarily mega movies or popular movies, but like, I mean, I haven't seen all of this stuff, but he's seems to kind of doing whatever he wants and then he i saw a quick interview where he said that he and him and oscar isaac are neighbors and like in new york city and they get along really well and he thought he thinks he's such a great actor and when this opportunity came up he was like yeah yeah let's do it but that it was because of something he was super interested in he, i'm just saying he doesn't seem to like no offense at all to um like a brolin or a um David Harbour but I feel like I see those guys in so many things and that's mm-hmm. great they're great actors um and the stuff that they are great but it's sort of you know it's really refreshing I'm just saying to see Ethan Hawke and something yeah. that's a bit more you know mainstream because I feel like we just don't get to see him doing you know a lot mm-hmm. of mainstream stuff which is fine both of them so, are a huge strength great. of this show and the Indiana Jonesy feel of it is really good. I, I, I'm not, and again, I'm not in a great physical space right now. But it's like really hard to understand what's happening. When so this think, episode is done recording, Shai's actually going to melt from the inside mm-hmm. and liquefy where I'm going to find him in a puddle with just um, some like headphone but, wrapped around. But like I, <laughs> the, the, the end, the end of episode, well, anyways, I, I, I think. I can keep watching Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. As long as they keep promising me that I'm into it. I think what we really have to ask ourselves is what, why is this moon Knight different than all other moon nights? Cause we watched it on Passover. Oh, cause we watched it on Passover. And I was like, I don't know. Cause there haven't been other moon nights no, there before. Been other moon nights. No, but I would say, um, we could say, why is this marble different than other marbles? Because you're going to, it's very rare that you'd sell me on seeing one of these shows. There's too many of these shows. I didn't even watch the Hawkeye one. I do not give a shit. 
I tried to watch the Hawkeye one when I was I was trying to watch the Hawkeye one when I was recovering from my from my surgery in January. But oh, I don't know if I told this story. So they gave me um like a medication for nausea, but it makes your vision go blurry. So I kept trying to watch the Hawkeye show, but I couldn't see anything, and it was really trippy and it like really confused me and I ended up I think just giving up about two-thirds of the way through the first episode but it was like watching it like underwater very weird um <laughs> don't recommend watching it with a uh, skull and patch <laughs> or I don't know what it was I might be making that name up. <laughs> so Lil but this one I feel like does see this is what I like because if you're drawn to these actors and you want something a little Indiana Jonesy, like give it a try. And there isn't the baggage of the rest of the Marvel universe. Like that's, you don't have to, so that's the selling point for me. That you is don't have to know who Wanda's WandaVision is. You're right. Mm-hmm. right yeah. In fact, anyone where I don't have to have seen WandaVision, I'm interested because I still haven't finished that. I'll try mm-hmm. to finish that soon. Maybe uh, in the end, I'll like it, but I don't think it's going to happen. You know what? Speaking of having to watch something to see something else, I finally saw Suicide Squad so that I can watch Peacemaker. But I was so upset in Suicide Squad when Peacemaker, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but Peacemaker kills one of like the, the, the teammates in the Suicide Squad. And I was so upset. I was like, I don't want to watch you anymore, Peacemaker. I'm mad at you. So now I don't want but to watch it. But show. I think part of the show is to is to kind of give you more of an arc to the character, I think. I it's don't know. Cool. I hope so, but I'm I'm yeah. still upset about that. But that movie was cool, right? It was a really cool movie, That's but it. I was I genuinely felt upset after. So I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> watch him. Well, what else have we been watching during this extended, lengthy period of vacations and time off? I think it's this. mostly been I think it's mostly been extended, lengthy sick days for you two. I mean, not, I, I not haven't, for me. Yes, my life is. But I haven't watched normal. a lot of TV because I still have a baby, so I haven't really been able to watch TV on six days. I, I, you know how much TV <laughs> I watched when I had babies. I'm just saying. I, you oh, have an much, ability to watch shows that is unparalleled. How much? Wait, 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 wait. How much? How much cooking did you? How much grocery shopping? How much meal prep? Tell me that. <laughs> then, then tell me how many shows you watched when you had babies. I, look, you should order in more so you can watch more food. So you can watch more food. Watch more food. Yes, order in. <laughs> My brain's foggy. All right. So, um, okay, so, well, I can so tell you what, what I've so seen. What have you guys been watching? What have you been watching the so, last uh, week? Watch. I mean, we haven't recorded a new episode vacation. in a long time. We haven't recorded a yeah. new, new episode yeah. in a long so, time. So we have a lot. China, I get ready to be finished. disappointed with my progress. Shy uh, and I both watched Single Drunk Female, but I haven't finished. Either um, way, I to give that show a huge buy. Yeah, Sophia Black great. Delia and Ali Sheedy, fantastic, um, fantastic, funny, but really um, sharp and smart and dramatic. I mean, it's not even a comedy; it's a drama, um, but in a half hour. So I feel like it actually uses the time so well. It, it's um, really mm-hmm. good. I started also, but not, have not finished though. I think Shai did Life and Beth, which I really like mm-hmm. so far. Oh, that's... oh, I'm I'm the la- I have one episode. I'm on the last episode. I I, I think that's, that's Amy so best good. work to date. Best work to date. Such yeah. a beautiful, fantastic, complex show. 
Again, oh, another one that... Did you guys that... see the episode? Did you guys see the episode with Michael? The one where it's really just her and Michael Rappaport for most of the episode mm-hmm. when she, 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 she takes her dad out and she takes the, yeah, her yeah, dad that's, with that's, her. Oh, that's... that. I think that's... Uh, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so good. So, so good. He is good. Um, and oh, then wow. I highly recommend the movie The Adam Project on Netflix. It is mm-hmm. adorable. That's okay. a great movie. I think the word shit is in the movie, but other than that, I think you can watch it with kids. I mean, there's I some mean, explosion. We have a much lower bar in my house. Than- exactly. Mm-hmm. Your house is the perfect movie for you guys to watch all together. Masked. Okay. Because you have various stages of COVID. Um, and so I, I think that they made a bunch of these type of Netflixy movies and the one with zero below seven or whatever that schlocky piece of shit was with um, Ryan Reynolds, it was unwatchable. Yeah. Six degrees of below zero. Six degrees. Six underdog. Underground. Underdog six. Underdog it was six. terrible. This, I feel underground like he six. Is six underground. Six under. Six, six underground? nine under there anyways he's redeemed with this um adorable movie i thought it was just a lot of fun and i feel like this if this was a movie when we were kids we would have loved it this would have been in the rotation um so i think it was really cute uh, to watch with kids um we we all finished last kingdom which was amazing we're going to do a whole episode on that i highly recommend it i think if you have to pick a viking show this is the one i watched the other one and it's not as good. I'm sorry, Josh. I, I, well, it's so, not as good as Last so Kingdom. So everyone should know we are going to do a Last Kingdom special. We're going to bring Josh and Mark back. Um, and there's two important things. One is to constantly remind Josh that this is the better Viking show. It, and it is. two, booking those two, you'd think they were the ones who are running the podcast. <laughs> those are <laughs> two like, very difficult men like, to tie down. We gave them like a three-week like window. <laughs> There's a lot of hockey tournaments to have to manage. Exactly. <laughs> with, this, with this booking. Um, and then I am enjoying season two of Bridgerton. Uh, mm-hmm. It's trash, but I highly, it's a highly recommended trash. It's not and trash. It's, it's, a, I feel like, it's like if you think, property. if you think that's trash, you don't watch enough TV. That's my answer. Now you don't know what trash the, is. Who doesn't watch enough TV? Doesn't watch I'm just saying like, don't don't say Bridgerton is trash. You don't know what trash is if you think that's okay, trash. I'll that's give fair. you trash. You want trash? You want trash? That's you fair. know what? Love is Watch blind. Love is blind. Watch Love is blind. They, they get 90 back day. Is this a cake? Oh my <laughs> god, the, the the new medium show I just started watching. Oh, so good. Okay, wait, I'll, I'll hear about that in a second. I'll hear about that in a second. And then my last thing that we started was uh, we're getting through it pretty quick, is pieces of her which is the Tony Collette sort of mystery on Netflix about witness protection and sort of like a political, um, yeah, I guess political mystery type show. It's, it's interesting. It's good. She's, she's so good. I, the, it's based on a book and you can kind of tell sometimes when they can, you know, when they're trying to adopt it, um, it can get a little clunky, but I think it's good so far. The only thing I have to preface is that the first episode is upsetting. There's a scene in the first episode that has it's kind of the catalyst for the rest of the show. It has nothing to do with the rest of the show. It just sort of puts the person who's in witness protection out into the spotlight. 
and that event is a shooting and it's it's a, it's a little bit upsetting so like a bit of a warning there and then after that it has nothing to do with that it's just about the whole situation of this person it doesn't have to do with the actual event so you can get past that which is quick um yeah it's pretty interesting i love watching her she's one of my favorites i kind of will watch her in anything so awesome. i love seeing her on well the also because you didn't tell me the name of that show i still haven't started it yet but i just put her name pieces, in pieces of there's her. like a hundred things with her in it and how oh, really like terrifying that she's done okay. so I, oh yeah because she, she's done a bunch of really kind of dark stuff lately i feel like right We've not seen her so many. Yeah. Tony Clutt? Oh, yeah. Well, she did Hereditary, right? Hereditary, yeah. So she's, you know, but this is, this is a meaty, I think it's a meaty role for her. So I'm enjoying that. I think that's it. Can't think of anything else right now. Do do you want, do you want me to go back or do you want to do it? I mean, do you have the, I mean, I'm looking at your list and I'm I'm wondering if you actually have the stamina to do the whole list. No, no, I have, I I made a If you need to take a nap, that's fine. And we can come back to you. Well, I just, I want to pay respect. Did you get some ginger lemon tea before you start? These are all shows, by the way, these are all shows where I would say I have seen half of every episode over the course of multiple days because I can't stay awake during anything. So they all get a certain large amount of respect. So one of them is I watched, and this is, again, this is dating back a few weeks. So, cause it's hard to figure out when we last taped a full mm-hmm. episode where we weren't anyways, but I watched all of Shrill all the way through. I think that shows a masterpiece. I think A.D. Bryant's a genius. Uh, I think everything from how it started to how it ended, where it ended was everything was earned. Everything about mm-hmm. it is masterful. Um, I, I want to sort of like, I want to throw some heat and say, I saw some comparisons between it and Fleabag. And I would say, I like this show a lot more than Fleabag. Like, I don't think they're comparable. I just don't think they're at I, all the I, same thing. I, I'm not saying- I don't know why people compare I them. I didn't say that. I'm saying- I know, I'm just saying. Um, I just then feel like that. I, I also watched- the first season of the flight attendant and either either i watched it in one day or two and a half weeks i can't remember <laughs> um the Still first right? episode or two episodes were a little bit hard for me to get into but overall i loved it i've never seen anything kate with katie kuoko before and similar to melissa rouch in the bronze I think it's I'm a- katie cuckoo cuckoo no cuckoo i don't think Anyways, similar to when I saw Melissa Rauch in in The Bronze and I was like, wow, this lady's amazing. That's how I feel about Katie Kuko. She makes me, she reminds me of like Goldie Hawn in the, in the, uh, in like like Mm -hmm. Goldie Hawn in movies like Deceived, right? But as well as Foul Play and other things like that. So I thought she was amazing and I really liked the little all the characters they kind of put together in it and 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 i'm i'm excited that there's a season two of that show so that's that's very okay cool. so first of all her name is kaylee not katie it's not katie i mean look the, that's I okay. mean, the big he's, bang uh, considering his state and it's cuoco really lily okay. i think you got, got really, cuoco right i got cuoco about right. something okay <laughs> then uh I, I watched um living with yourself which lily described as a a lullaby you described it I as a lullaby. I did not describe it as a lullaby. Literally, I said Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is a lullaby. Yeah. Paul Rudd, I love the Paul man. Rudd. Okay. So... I love Paul Rudd. I did not like this show at all. Okay. I, um... I, you're the only person I know that didn't like Well, it. I don't think it's, it's getting really a second season, so you win. 
Well, I, I don't think it's supposed to. It was it does, I don't think it's supposed to. I think it was, it was a, a one shot. But mm-hmm. it's not a, you know, it, it was like a long movie. I, I didn't like it. It was it just upset me because I, but it wasn't that it was badly made. The acting was fantastic. I really didn't like Paul Rudd's the characters. Concept. Like the like oh. it's multiplicity meets the movie Andover that we saw with Jonathan Silverman and um, and Jennifer Finnegan. And I liked yeah. Andover as the dark take on cloning and like marriage a lot, lot more than living with yourself, which like tried to be dark but then like i think because it was paul rudd they couldn't there's not keep it happy at times but it was a very grim show I, it, did you um, watch the whole thing i feel like it, yeah. i wonder if it's part of like paul rudd's contract that if you're gonna have him be either a jerk or a villain or someone has who's to be like, another person. Not, not lovable nice there has there has to be like a second paul rudd clone that's like that's, that's a nice i don't even know anyway. which clone i liked more in the end I, I mean, it's got to be the only way he plays a jerk um, is if there's also a good version of himself. But you know, there's some new movie coming out. Can't think of the name of it, but it's another clone story where you can clone yourself if, for example, you know you're going to die because then your clone can take oh, over your Swan. life. And right when, and in this story, the the woman who thinks she's going to die, her terminal, she doesn't end up dying, but then you can't have her and the clone walking around. So what is done in that case is they have to have a duel to the death. <laughs> so I think the movie is about like her training to fight her clone to the death. And the clone is like, I don't know if this is the same yet. one. This is really the one that funny. I was thinking of is also about a clone, but it's uh, Ma, Ma Shahal, I can't, I can't pronounce the name. Mahershala Ali's uh, Ali? new movie. Mahershala Ali's new movie. Um, and that's Swan Song. And that's also about a no. clone that you can wow. make a clone if you're dying. So how many of these movies are out there? Maybe it's the same the one. Is this is that multiplicity know, maybe this. and orphan black. No more clone things after that. It's those are perfection as far as I'm concerned. All right. Um, okay. Then I let Netflix. I just kind of gave in and let Netflix but just start did, recommending things to me. Wait, but did you at least find it funny that the clone that this that this system works out for in the whatever in the Paul Tom, Rancho is Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. That's like Tom just Tom Brady, Brady just like cloning yeah, himself was, and killing that himself. That was like a funny bit. I mean, look, I think it that was, was like the only reason why Tom if Brady. If the show had purely been played as a dark perfect. show, I would, I think, have liked it more. But it kept but like teasing back into rom com in a way that I didn't like. Uh, okay. That's what it was. Um, uh, I think if it was more like a severance, then I would have liked it more. Um, so then I let Netflix just start like just roll it, like keep recommending me things. It recommended Win It All with Jake Johnson, which was directed by the guy. Uh, I don't know who the director is, but it's the director who did uh, the show Easy that you guys like and Drinking Buddies. And it was like Jake Johnson's mm. version of Uncut Gems. It was about a gambling addict, and it was about this mm. like this particular gambling addict trying to get out from this one particular debt. And I thought it was an amazing performance from him. And like, this movie is a straight shot of anxiety. It is not, it's not as intense as uh, uh, Uncut Gems. It's one of those things where those movies came at the same time, which always happens. And then one becomes super famous and the other one, no one ever Uh, watches. They're they're made very differently. So I I don't think, but, but Jake Johnson, who is also phenomenal in Minx, I just think that guy is a great actor. And this was a really good vehicle for him. And I think this was a really good quality movie that I'm sure people overlooked. And then I also saw, because it just kept recommending things, St. Vincent with Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And, um, 
Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. And then this kid who is really wonderful in it. And, you know, I'd always avoided the movie because I was like, oh, Bill Murray is a grumpy old man being a mentor (laughs) kind of a thing. And on one hand, it plays out exactly like that. On the other hand, this is a really beautiful movie. And uh, and I'd love to know what you all think when you see it is if it's the performances or the script or both, but something about it made it very special. And it takes place in Sheepshead Bay and the house, like when, wow. when the when the movie when this when they show Bill Murray in his house at one point, it looked like our grandparents' old house in Brooklyn. Yeah, and and, and then I it it takes place really in their area of Brooklyn, and so I thought that was really kind of heartwarming and a, and a really cool movie. I enjoyed it, and then I tried Outer Range with Brolin, and I ooh, mm-hmm. that that was really hard. Hey, what I, show I, is that, and why do you think that show is just- for me? It's his new it's, it's very it's got a sci-fi mystery to it, Becky. It's got like, oh, I like a, a sci-fi it's like mystery. it's like it's a lot like that. that for me. Show you you watched right? Like there's this cowboy this ranch owner in Wyoming, mm-hmm. and there's a massive well. When I meet Jonathan Tucker, when I meet Jonathan Tucker, I, I saw every episode of Debris. It'd be like, oh, you're the one. Okay, yeah. good for you. So this one, thanks for big, nothing. There's a big mystery <laughs> hole in in the range and people are falling into it i i, I just I, someone else can watch it and tell me if after the first or second first episode and a half if it's if it gets better i will totally go back to it because i love brolin but it was that is on prime and then yeah that's on amazon prime and then somewhere in all of this as part of our passover tradition the ten commandments just can't gotta just gotta love watching that movie every year i mean it takes us a week to watch it but like you know that's always huge and i love watching it with the kids and then introduce the kids to jackie chan movies so they, they oh, saw rush hour and part of rush so that's what's been happening here becky how about you and then take us home you can follow me at pancake for a table. well as being out. the only one who <laughs> hasn't been sick and who has had to continue to live life i've seen life and death I finally watched Coda, which I loved. Finally saw it. Uh, another earlier rec on this is Teal Mario recommended this, which is truly the only reason I watched this. Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix. Watched it because whoa, Teal whoa, Mario. Whoa. I watched it because of him and reported you, back that I liked the show, but that wasn't enough for you to like it. I, me like Absolutely it. not. That was a cool movie, it was, right? I needed the, the Teal Mario. The, the, the fight scene where her arms are paralyzed is so creative and hilarious and very well done and that little girl that's in it she's like she's like the only kid that's cast these days she's in every single thing i've seen lately the little kid is like she's uh i don't even know her name but she's in everything finished severance did we talk about that did we talk about the ending of severance did we, we should talk, talk about, about it off, did we finish it off the we show talk about it, it was off, very good off the show and it's so good um wait sorry you yeah. said you hated that show no, no, no. I said I had to watch no, that really show on fast forward to get into it. But by the no, seventh I episode, it. I didn't have to watch it on one and a half speed anymore. Well, yeah. It's Sorry, a classic. The seventh episode? How many episodes? Yeah, it's it's a classic there? streaming. Like it's a classic nine? streaming show. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, there's nine. It's a like classic that, streaming show where the first six are really slow and then everything happens in the it's, last three. It's, it, it is a classic <laughs> streaming thing where, and yeah. I think Outer but Rings it's really good. from this too. And, it's like, well, we've got to keep them watching, binging the whole show, but maybe we only have like three hours worth of story to tell. No, I think it was so interesting. And Ben Stiller is 
clearly such a great director. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about job. Severance. Severance, though, it was slow and I was impatient with it. But I, by the time I got to the seventh episode, I was not watching it on fast forward. But I, I will say um, that feature is amazing. 1.5 speed for certain things, it's just fine. Uh, our Passover watch was Prince of Egypt, which, um, which my kids aren't really able to sit through the whole thing. They get bored, but they really love the story and love to tell me about baby Moses and how he was saved. And, and it's very cool. They're really into that. And I mean, they also what watch a that. cast of voice actors. What a cast. I mean, like, oof, that, is, that is amazing. all star. <laughs> and yeah, and as an all star. Makes sense. Sandra Bullock. Has Sandra Bullock done any other as animated? Did she done? I mean, I'm pretty sure she did one of the well one of the Guru Minions Seinfeld. movies. Just say it now. They they threw in yeah. Jeff Goldblum as Aaron. Well, who sounds like he's from Brooklyn, and just because he's Jewish, I guess right. they should have just had Farrell be Seinfeld or Moses be Seinfeld or something. It just <laughs> the ca- and you got Patrick Stewart as the Pharaohs. The original Farrow. Yeah, I think it's, it's Ramsey. Ramsey. I'm sure it's Rafe. Is, is Rafe? Oh, Rafe Fines is Ramsey. Rafe. You're right. It's Rafe. Not Ralph. <laughs> That's like something I would say, but that's the one name I know. Um, and yeah. and you know what? His voice is so cool that it's, like it's maybe Ralph he can get away with it. <laughs> no, the reason That's I think her last episode. name is pronounced cuckoo it's or not, cuckoo is because she went on um uh with Tig Tig Notaro had this show where she would interview people but didn't know who they were. That's and an throughout show. the interview process That's an had to show. guess because she doesn't know who anyone is. I mean she doesn't know who anyone is. And so she's interviewing Kaylee, unclear how you pronounce her last name. Cool. And and she takes out a cuckoo clock to give her a hint of what her last name is. Uh, so that's why I think it's pronounced like cuckoo or cuckoo or cuckoo. Kaylee cuckoo. Anyway, because she took out a cuckoo clock because she said it, it sounds up, like this. So, okay. So, I mean, the internet knows more than me. What's new? And then lastly, I started watching last night on Netflix, Life After Death with Ty- Tyler Henry. Taylor Henry, what's his name? I think I think Wait. he's um, very it's famous, the, right? It's the with Tyler Henry. He's this very very famous medium. He can right. speak to pure spirits of those who Tyler have passed Henry. on. And I just feel like everyone should watch. Is it that legit? Is it bullshit? Day. Is it real? They make it seem very real. But as I told Shy, I would like nothing more to, than to see the spinoff where fictional character Sean Spencer gives his take on it uh, from, from the show Psych, who claims to be a medium, but is really just, who came, claims to be right. a psychic, but is not, but it's fraud. Um, anyways, but uh, so I, was, I watched half of the first episode and I, I was very into it. Um, yeah, that's what I'm watching. So... Before we say goodbye and sign off, Lily, where can people follow you? Um, I just want to say this guy also has a show called Hollywood Medium where he does the same thing for Celeste. No, 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 that was like his old show and he references right. that and is like, I'm not doing it anymore. Now, now I'm using my powers people. for good use. It's like I'm using my powers for good use. Not only yeah. celebrities can talk to loved ones. 
Um, yeah. You can follow me, Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K Gomez on Twitter. And you can follow me at Paper BK Princess on Twitter. You can follow all of our snaggins at Fry Night Movie on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And uh, Friday night okay. and Friday night movie pod.com. Friday night movie pod.com. And uh, you know, good luck. I don't know if you'll be able to find us after I did that outro, but he, you know, listen <laughs> to a different episode and here done properly by Chai. Love you. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> really funny. Let's do that outro. Chai, you don't even have to edit that episode, just post it as is.